This is the No Strings Podcast with Rel Simon. Hello, hello, hello. I am back. It's been a little while, about three months since what my last episode valentine's day february 14th so it's been a little while y'all but how's everybody doing this is episode 10 no strings talking about a lot of things is that going to be my title i don't know we'll see i'll figure out what my title is going to be but got a lot to get into i think the three main things i want to talk about today is uh kevin samuels and all those YouTube creators within that similar vein. I also want to talk about my whole moving experience, uh, what I've been up to over the past two months as I now live in a new apartment, new situation. And also, I was on a dating live stream. Shout outs to Melanie King. <laughs> I'll get into all of that later. And you guys already know this podcast is on every platform. And so it's time. I am ready to go. I am ready to go. Let's go. Woo! Here we go, folks. So first things first, I watch a whole lot of YouTube. I can sit in front of YouTube, set up a playlist, and give me four hours. Give me all day. I can just watch YouTube for a long time. And I know in 2020... Sitting at home, you know, teleworking. I was watching a lot of the stocks, the whole GameStop thing. That was just so interesting to me. And in late 2021, or pretty much all of 2021, even into this year, uh, shout out to my boy Daniel, who introduced me to Kevin Samuels, some of his videos. And um, I couldn't stop watching. Um, he was a style and image consultant. And his profile really blew up over the past year. You know, he's had some viral videos, um, his content, talking about uh, men's image, women's image, masculinity, femininity, just a lot. Uh, he's got had a lot of polarizing uh, figures, people that loved him, people that hated him. Um, and it was just a shock a few weeks ago when he passed away. It's just, hey, this is a YouTuber, kind of like a music artist that I may know, you know, like Nipsey Hussle or somebody. Um, well, not no, but that you, I, I, I rock with, you know, because I don't watch everybody on YouTube. I don't listen to every musical artist, but when someone just passes away, and it's just like, whoa, wow. Um, so, you know, rest in peace to him. Um, he was a big influence to me just in terms of really just had me thinking about my role as a man, um, how men, both men and women operate. Um you know, and he's kind of spawned a a lot of YouTube folks out there that have just blew up. Some people uh, blew up, you know, before him, after him. I just want to give a quick shout out to these other YouTube channels that I watch. Uh, Mediocre Tutorials and Reviews, Melanie King, The Poor Man's Podcast, A Different Perspective, Fresh and Fit Podcast, The Style OG. And I just... I just sit down and listen and just pick a bunch of different things from each podcast 
And I've just learned so much from these channels. And some of these channels influence or bring into light the sort of male barbershop talk. As I recently heard, um, uh, T.I., the rapper T.I., was talking to uh, Kevin Samuels about, um, he posted, uh, T.I. posted that on his YouTube. Um, I, I don't know when they, they recorded themselves, but uh, just that whole male barbershop talk, the stuff the guys talk about in the barbershop. I mean, everything comes full circle and fully to the public now through all these different channels and means. And I just, I just learned a lot, you know, about dating, what I want to look for in a woman, uh, who am I supposed to be, my role as a man. And, you know, again, like I said earlier, you know, a lot of people, uh, his tone, um, a lot of people bash Kevin Samuels, like tone and uh, sometimes his attitude. Um, I'm not really going to get into all that. Um, what I will say uh, to those people who are sort of spinning on his grave or just trying to bash him after the fact, um, you, you know, you don't mess with someone like that who's gone. Uh, you know, if he had health problems, what have you. But, you know, during that first week, um, some people out here saying, oh, I got a this is a happy early Mother's Day present. Or like, I'm going to fly to Atlanta and dance on his grave. I'm just like, yo, some of these girls out here are just wild. There's some guys, too, who also praise his death. Um, and to that, I just say, you never, that's just bad juju. You never want to do that to anybody. I don't want to pass away myself and then somebody saying, oh, thank God I'm gone. Uh, I, I would never want that. And you would never want that. You, you don't talk bad about anybody who, who passes away. I just had a conversation with one of my coworkers about this, about how life is just so precious. You know, when when you go, you know, just the basic things, you know, taking a shower, going for a walk, talking, speaking, uh, uh, breathing air through your lungs, um, e eating, just the sort of basic things that we take for granted every single day. You, you, you lose that those sort of physical things that you do with your body every day. So I just want everybody to just, you know, just think about that. Don't, don't wish any bad on anyone. And, you know, everybody has their opinions. Um, sure. Kevin Sam was, was controversial, but I just, for me as a man, I just, I, I learned so much. I learned so much and I'm still learning from the channels that I mentioned. And so to him, you know, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels, uh, rest in power, but also to everyone who has sort of walked through my life that have been power or been so, so influential to me. Um, rest in peace to those, of course, that I've lost, but also a shout out to everyone that have been, has gone through my walk of life and that have uh, touched me in a certain way that are still here. Um, I'm giving everyone their flowers, you know, while they're still here. So just wanted to pop in on that. And also, since it's been a while since I last recorded, yeah, Will Smith, that slap on Chris against Chris Rock on stage. Come on, man. That's 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 not a good look. That was definitely a lot of people question his masculinity uh, with that action on stage. Um, does Jada really respect him? You know, that's just a whole rabbit hole. And, you know, it's tough to talk about people's marriages. Some people may be single, um, but, you know, when, sometimes when you put yourself out there and you have this sort of not necessarily track record, but 
you know, when, you, when people see stuff on social media, they can only digest or make assumptions on based off what, what they see. So there's a lot of, you know, there could be some peace behind closed doors, probably and strife in front of the camera, but who knows, but you just never, you don't assault somebody on live TV like that in front of an audience, you know, just a black man slapping another black man. And that was a whole thing. So, yeah, I mean, it's just so interesting because me and my boy, Ed, you know, we, we, we share videos and we share clips and just that whole, I don't know, like manosphere talk. It's just been interesting to me. So many things I've learned so, so far. And I did uh, mention Melanie King's name. Shout out, to, shout out to her. You know, she, she's really blowing up as well. And I'll get to her in my third segment on the podcast. But let me take a brief pause. And then when I get back, I'll let you guys know what I've been up to over this past two months and really delve into the D.C. housing crisis, D.C. renting crisis. I'll see you guys on the other side. So my march in my April was very interesting. Um, March, I had grand jury all month for the first time ever. Um, I can't get into any details about grand jury, but it was just interesting. I've never done it before. I've been selected a few times and I guess got lucky in not being selected. That was that was my march pretty much. Pretty much boxed out everything and hey, let me do this grand jury. April was really a crazy time. Cause I think at the end of end of March, I received um a notice that my rent was going up for my uh former apartment building. And it was going to be like an eight hundred dollar increase. Um Basically, because I I make too much money, I live in in a I lived in a income restricted building, and so you know where I work, I've gotten steady increases, raise increases every year, and this year just seemed to be a year where um, I'm just over the hump. And so I remember just being in a panic and just trying to figure everything out. But where I'm now, you know, I can reflect on um, at the beginning of that moment. And then also at the beginning of the of March, where it's like, oh, what am I going to do? Grand jury, how's work going to survive without me? Or this moving situation, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? Uh, I'm trying to learn how to manage my panic, my sort of initial panic uh, or initial onset about how things change in my life. Because uh, at the end of the month, at the end of March, um, grand jury was done and it was done. I got through it. Uh, and right now in May, I'm speaking. I'm in a new spot over in Northeast. And um, that whole just process is just like, wow. I mean, I, you know, shout out to Petworth. I was in Petworth for 10 years and it was just time to go. I was looking at different places, Silver Spring, Northeast, um, trying to stay in Petworth, for example, going on a, an apartment search. And um, I'm glad that my first choice, I was able to make things work out with my first choice. So I'm happy. I'm happy that it worked out that way. But um, I was trying to stay within a certain budget, make sure uh, it had what I wanted. Um, you know, my spot is pretty nice right now. You know, I have a balcony. Um, but my main thing is I always need a washer and dryer. So I needed to find a spot with a washer and dryer. But so, yeah, I mean, that was a whole process. I mean, I pretty much, you know, uh, gave them my 30-day notice once I once – I, um, Got approved for a place around mid-April. I gave it my 30-day notice. And, you know, I got the keys to this new place April 21st. 
and I'm recording this on May 21st. So it's been about 30 days since I've received the keys. Um, hasn't been a full month since I fully moved in. And thankfully for the price, granted, it's about a $300 increase. Um, and that's part of the sort of discussion I wanted to talk about is that um, if you read these articles or see these things online or on YouTube, uh, your so your housing expense should really only count for anywhere between like 28 to 30 percent of your monthly income. I crunched the numbers. And so right now, my housing spending um, just, just for just for rent or if you lived in a house, it'd be mortgage. But just for rent, my sort of housing right now is um, uh, 42 percent of my monthly income. So, you know, it's there's definitely not 50 percent. You know, you definitely don't want to live in a situation where half your money is going towards rent because then you don't have that much uh, cushion of room for anything else. Um, and so, granted, this, I just, the price I got right now, I'm just, I'm just lucky. Um, I am on a, on a lease, you know, we'll see what happens in the fall of next year, but I'm just lucky because it's a crisis out here. Um, I, I was, I was frazzled, you know, the cost of moving, having to do X, Y, and Z, renting U-Hauls or doing this or paying back rent. <clears throat> Y'all know how it is. And it was a hassle. I'm just glad that I had some savings. Um, this is why you should always have an emergency fund on hand. You never know when things sort of change around in your life. You know, I talked about this before in a previous episode, situational saving and um, just, you know, having money in different uh, different accounts. And so you can account for when life happens. And so life happened to me. And so I'm still trying to rebound just a little bit. But it's important definitely to keep calm when life changes come. Um, so the whole apartment search, it could have been much worse, but I'm glad that I was able to settle down or settle and settle in. <clears throat> so like I said, I'm now in Northeast, you know, Roll Island Avenue, Brooklyn slash Eckington, trying to get used to it, trying to get cushy with this new pad. And so um, I'm looking at this article right now from apartmentlist.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they just list some bullet points. The average rent for a Washington, D.C. apartment. So the average rent for a studio apartment is 1887 the average rent for a one bedroom is $2527. So $2527. Two bed average is 3600, three bed is $4200. So a bunch of people on this podcast may be listening um you may be looking for a one bed or two bedroom apartment in DC. Oof. You and thankfully like I'm not <clears throat> paying any any of those. <laughs> I'm not even paying right now for like the price of of a studio. <clears throat> It's close, but it's not that sort of figure. And these numbers just fluctuate all the time. And just looking at this article and these trends, um, according to the article, it says DC rents have increased by 0.775% um, compared to last month and are up by 10%, 10.71% compared to last year. Uh, this article was published uh, May 4th. Um, and rent is just steadily increasing. Rent's increasing, the housing market's increasing, on the cost of labor, um, su supply shortages, you know, lumber, the tools, the uh, the metal. And people are people are out here doing all cash offers. It's just a very competitive uh, 
what would it be like a seller's market, right? When there, when there's too much demand, then then, then what you're producing. I could be wrong about that. The seller's market. No, no, no. I think I think I'm right about that. Or buyer or buyer's market. Seller seller's market, I think. And so it's just Washington DC is just is nuts. I mean, how can you how can you even do anything? And as for me, this sort of change or this increase in my rent is adjusted how um I save for retirement because that's the big thing I talk about on the show. It's like, yeah, I'm putting money in my Roth IRA, putting money in my TSP. So I've got a couple of things on hold right now, just so I can readjust. And y'all, I mean, if you, you know, if you gotta live in DC or Maryland or Virginia, then just do it. Or you may get lucky somewhere in DC. But I don't blame you if you can't handle it. And when when does it decrease? You know, what if all the rents of all the buildings and apartments are so high that you? There's just too many vacancies. Then what? Then what are they going to do? But a lot of these apartments, you know, they hit you with the taglines, oh, rest, refresh, relax, rally, uh, take the palm of the city in the heart of your hand or whatever, whatever's going on. You know, all these cushy things. And they try to lure you in with the the rooftop, the the grills, the backyard, uh, um, or the outdoor patio, or the, like the gym or like a, a rooftop pool or uh, Sterling and marvelous darling city views so some of it is you're paying for a bunch of amenities and you're paying for like the 24 7 concierge and you just got to do what you got to do um and shout out to people that are trying to you know fight for uh rent freezes or the rent is too too damn high type type of movements because i don't i just don't get it i just don't get it and it's not just DC. I'm looking at this article from Kiplinger.com. And rent increases are hitting hard in like Austin, Texas, Portland, Oregon, New York City, Newark, New Jersey. And so, you know, you may be able to, to just afford a, a studio, but some studios are real small. Now, some studios are kind of fancy, but I don't know. But when it comes to, you know, just finance, you really have to sit down and see what you can afford you shouldn't have to sacrifice um, all your retirement or if you're saving for a house you shouldn't have to do any of that um you should you rent should not be cutting into your your entire your entire pie it should not be having a deep slice you don't want a uh, monthly home expense of like 50 percent, 70 percent, or anything because you don't have money money for anything else and a bunch of people were asking me, why don't you get a house? Why don't you get a house? And I mean, I had a 30-day window to try and switch and get out of my old situation and get into a new situation. And buying a house is a monthly, probably yearly process. And so I'm saving for a house, but I'm just not, I'm not ready yet. Hopefully the next time I do move is when I am ready to buy a house. But definitely not right now. With these 4% hovering on 5% um, interest rates for homes, it's just not, it's not, it's not feasible at all. So, y'all, I'm just glad I was able to get out of that situation without any scratches, any beats, and just keep on pumping and keep on moving, honestly. But always take your time, figure out your monetary situation. And like, I, I can't stress it enough, just make sure you save money, make sure you have money on hand whenever life changes or hits you, you know, just like that. Just make sure you take care of that and always keep saving. Keep saving for retirement. 
you know, because everything today, all this money you're blowing today, it could just be gone tomorrow. It's like I tell people, you wait two weeks every day or you wait every two weeks, excuse me, you wait every two weeks for a paycheck. And some people out here blowing that paycheck the following weekend. And then that's 10 or so days you got to grind and wait till the next paycheck. And so you keep chasing that ghost. It's not good. It's not good. So that's the financial piece of this whole thing done. I told y'all I had a lot to get through. I'm going to take another little quick pause. And I'm going to tell y'all, I popped up on a live stream the other day or the other night. Starting to get some attention. I'm starting to get a little hype. So I'll be back, y'all. Shout out to Melanie King and her YouTube channel. She is blowing up right now. She started doing a dating live stream uh, where people call in, um, where they click a link and they uh, get into a, a queue, into a live, live, live stream queue. And so when it's their turn, they can uh, pop up. And she's doing like a, uh, you know, almost like a speed dating type of thing. What are you looking for in a woman? What are you looking for in a man? What's your, what's your income, where you live, X, Y, and Z. And she, she sprinkles in some advice along the way. I was watching it the other night and I was like, you know what, hey, let me go ahead and jump on. Let me give, let me give this a shot. And it was just fun. Um, again, shout out to Melanie King. I believe she's from the DMV area as well, but it was a good conversation. I was able to sort of uh, put my thoughts together in terms of what I'm looking for, um, for a uh, girlfriend or you know, for a potential wife, children and everything. And um, I was getting some love in the in the comments, and uh, she even posted a from the entire stream. She's posted different clips um, from the different callers, including myself, as, as uh, individual videos. And I've gotten a little bit of attention. Um, I've gotten some attention on my my Instagram um, at Kicks on Canvas underscore Artistry, and it was just fun trying to get myself out there. You know, it's been a while and I just feel like that's my next logical step you know saving for a house why children just everything now remember last year you know I was debt free and I still want to promote and spread that message but I am trying to you know trying to get out there and trying to just just talk to people get to know people and really over the past few days you know I've got people um because I talked about my podcast as well. Hey, what do you talk about on your podcast? Um, what's the name of it? And I've been, you know, sharing my podcast out to people. And so hopefully um, any new listeners, um, anyone that's listening to this particular episode, um, if you came over from seeing me on the live stream or um, if you um, if you started watching because of uh, when you contacted me on, on Instagram and um, welcome, plan to do and try to do more episodes. Um, at least frequently, monthly, what have you. But um, I've been trying, trying to get more hosts and some, some you know, guests, more guests and some different guests on. And it was just fun. A lot of people, I've received a lot of good feedback about that. And just like, again, shout out, shout out to her. because she, She's blowing up. I saw a live stream and she was trying to figure out like, does she still want to do this? She was on live trying to figure out if Kevin Sands had passed away like in that particular night. And, you know, so for her, just keep doing her thing. And also shout out to all the 
new people um, that I've interacted with over the past few days. And, you know, I'm just a regular guy trying to spread a, spread a message about my story, me paying off my debt, uh, giving out some financial tidbits. And also for this episode in particular, just that whole sort of manosphere culture I've been um, ingesting recently. And so, yeah, I think that's all I got right now. Trying to cram everything in, trying to fit everything in. It's been a while, you know, getting my getting my sea legs back, getting my voice back. And so, I'm like, look, <laughs> I'm looking through YouTube and somebody's uh, uh, got somebody live on right now. Um, shout out, shout out to all the people I'm following on YouTube. And hey, you know, we'll see. I'm trying to try to see if I can get my presence on there on there too. But yo, thank y'all for listening about 24-ish minutes, almost 25 minutes. I am back after a hiatus. A lot of things going on in my life over these past couple months. And, and additional shout outs to all my friends, family, coworkers, you know, everybody, church family. That's either introduced a new bundle of joy into the world or beaten cancer or finished a certain milestone, graduated from school, finished school, anything and everything. It's all about progress in our community. And thank you all to my friends and families and my supporters. Keeping this podcast going. Let's keep the conversation going. Let's all learn how to build wealth. Let's learn about personal finance. It's never too late to learn. Never too late to learn about anything. And so again, shout out to everybody with all good things happening in their life. And just thank y'all again for listening. As I keep on pumping and moving, increase my output, see what's popping, and definitely reach out to everybody on here and try to increase my presence more on Instagram and Twitter and everything. And just thank y'all so much. Continue to keep grinding, continue to keep getting it. And like I always say, there are no strings on me. Don't have any strings on you. So again, thank y'all for rocking out. This is me signing out. Take care. Thank you for listening to the No Strings Podcast with Rel Simon.